Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. All right, it's Joe Coy. Welcome to the Koi Pond. I'm part of the family. I made it, Mom. Are you happy? You got to tell Filipino moms that. This is something that uh, I wasn't supposed to do. Interview people. She says interview. <laughs> V's are B's. F's are P's. <laughs> um, I got a very special guest uh, on the show today, and, uh, and I'm, I'm so honored to get him in here. Even though it was like pulling teeth, <laughs> it is. You ever have, uh, now I'm not speaking to you right now, D. I'm, I'm speaking to the, to the audience right now. I'm mm. just going to throw a question out there. But do you ever have one of those friends that's just got everything, like everything, and, and it's just being pulled from, from all angles, but yet, but still has time to fuck with you? Well, I got that friend. That's D. Like, he's the kind of guy that that has basically everything, but yet still picks up my phone calls, <laughs> still answers my texts. I want to be the guinea pig for human cloning. Really? So I could have multiple me's. Multiple you's? Yeah. Did you ever like, see? No, go do the interview with Joe Coy. <laughs> That's hysterical. That, that Indirectly, he just disrespected me. <laughs> but you would give me the shitty clone. You would give me, you you know me, the, shitty would give me the shitty clone. <laughs> You would give me, you ever see Multiplicity with uh, Michael Keaton? Yep. When he cloned himself? Yeah. And then the third one was just the doofus wearing the helmet, yeah. <laughs> eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches? That's the D you would send over here. That's the D you need for this show, right? No, no, man. We, this, this show right now, everybody, we got, I call you, you're Dennis. You're D. Everyone right. calls you General Crook. Right. You own a company called Crooks and Castles. Yes. Streetwear, but I don't even like to call it streetwear any, anymore. It's a, a lifestyle brand that's dedicated to the streets. Yes. Initially, when you first came out, though, you were streets. You were T-shirts with guns on it. <laughs> so let's, let's not try and fi- fake the funk. We- <laughs> but but what, what I'm saying is you have blossomed into this amazing company. Fa- I mean, you guys have literally changed the game. If you guys don't know what Crooks and Castles is all about, please go to crooksandcastles.com. It's C-R-O-O-K-S, the letter N-C-A-S-T-L-E-S.com. Check out this man's work. And I'm just going to put it out there real quick, you know, because I want to I want to learn about you before you became who you are today. Okay. But, you know, you got guys that come to your store Usually when people have a, a brand and they want someone to carry that brand or wear that brand, you hire somebody on your marketing team to call out, yo, just try and get try and get Dr. Dre to wear it. Try and get, you know what I mean? Try and right. get Pharrell to rock this. Try and get Jay to, to rock this. Do, do whatever you can. Just get that T-shirt in their hands, right? Right, right. Completely opposite with you. Well, uh, from, the, from jump, the minute you came out with the God, what do you call that particular design? That Which you made. The, the Medusa, the Medusa, uh, and then the bandana over yeah, her, the her face. Yeah, bandito. Is that yeah. what you call that? Yeah. So when you came out, that was your design, correct? Well, yeah. You know, like back in early streetwear, there was like a bunch of parodies. There's brand parodies and yeah. taking from, you know, household names like Ford or, you know, taking stuff from high fashion yeah. or, or even the um, art world, you know, yeah. and, and 
you know, there was something about the Versace Medusa with a bandana over it yeah. that said crooks and castles without yeah. there being any words. But and I, to me, like gra- graphic design in general is just like a, a, a new art form. You yeah. know, and it's a, an, it's, there's people that do amazing work on the computer. Yeah. You know, and, and not to take away from artists that use their own hands, like painting or whatever, but, you know, like digital art is exactly that. It's an yeah. art. So. Yeah. Um, well, I seen your hands work in front of my face <laughs> one time, and I was just like, my mouth dropped. I was like, yo, did you really just put that together in like six minutes? <laughs> And uh, and I'm talking about my logo that you made for me, the JK logo. Right. And you took it from the, I guess you took it from the, the letters. I took from elements of what uh, from our one of our core logos. But that's see, okay, that's what I love about your brand. Like you, you get these brands out there that they say, "Hey, we're this." I don't want to say specific names, but they have a name that they attach to the brand. But yet everything that they're making isn't really relating to the brand. They're right. just making things. You right. know what I'm saying? Whereas one thing I've noticed with you, Emil, and, and uh, got everybody over at Crooks, but there's a common thread that you guys do for every season. And there's a theme. And mm-hmm. you stay true to the name. Right. You know what I mean? Your, your well, brand that- is called Crooks and Castles, and that's exactly what you do. You, you, I, I've never seen you guys go off brand. Like you, you – Last season, I think you, you you ripped off M3, like like the M series for BMW. <laughs> Am I right? Somewhat. I don't want to say I ripped it off. Well, you but. didn't. But what I'm saying is you, you – I mean, look, I don't that, know how to explain it. Like I know what that, you – It's, again, for me talking about parodies. And, not, and you, you know, obviously, it isn't something to poke fun at. It's like, you know, these things no. are what influenced us yeah. to – where we're at now. Exactly. Okay. See, maybe Exactly. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's maybe I said that wrong. I sh- I'm homage. sorry that I yeah. said ripping Ripped off. <laughs> because the way D designs is amazingly brilliant, man. Like that line was sick. Because for anyone to think like to make that into like clothing, yeah. that particular logo and that those, those series of letters, mm-hmm. you, you like me, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to put that on. It would look like a cheesy car shirt. <laughs> like when you buy like... Like, I got a Tesla, and they go, Joe, you want a jacket? And my answer was like, fuck no. When am I going to wear that? That when thing am is I ever fast. Gonna... It is fast. That's, it's surprisingly fast. I told you it was and fast, D. Anton drives like a maniac. Yo, I told you that car was fast, though. <laughs> it's fast. And would you believe I have the P85 because it was before the, the P whatever came out? Oh, wow. So that's actually the low model now. So I have to turn it in. Dude, that thing... Yo, I, I beat a portion that thing. I, I yeah, for sure. Like literally, no, we were this dude was being a dick, rolled up, you know what I mean? And I just punched it, dude. Gone. Gone. Gone, bro. It's gone. It feels like you're on Superman the Superman ride at, at Magic Mountain. <laughs> and what I love the most is when you punch it, my car, it really makes this sound. <laughs> <laughs> it literally makes that sound. Yeah. <laughs> when it yeah. slows down. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. That I feel like I'm a Jetson. <laughs> Brilliant stuff, man. Crooks and Castles. Seriously, man, I love everything about uh, your work. And um, and I've always been a fan of you, man, just as a person and, and as... Well, uh, you know, going back to where you're saying, like, how guys would wear it on their own cord, like, 
I think the brand of what it says in the statement, Crooks and Castles, like it's that, like I'm gonna do what I gotta do on the streets to get my castle. Yeah, and I think that's where guys like Jay Z and Kanye and let them know whoever like kind of like gravitated towards it early then, uh, and I feel like it's a story for a lot of people. Yes, you know, Chris. Hey. Let me just tell you something about D real quick. Let me tell you where this kid's head's at. And I say kid because he's young. Extremely young to be what, what he owns right now. He's, this is crazy. He started this brand, and there's this huge uh, convention in Vegas called the Magic Convention, where all the men's apparel, all the latest brands are trying to sell to like – yeah. You know, to to big department stores or whatever, trying to sell. Right. And they get these booths. It costs a lot of money for this weekend, man. You know what I mean? Everyone capitalizes on it. And this is at, like, the earlier stages of Crooks. Mm-hmm. This is, like, maybe four years in, five years in. Yeah. Right? It's right like around there. Five, yeah. And Jay-Z has a brand called Rockaware. He has a booth. He's probably got a million-dollar booth running, right? Right. He's probably got talent in this booth. He's probably got... Everything that he, he he possibly made for that season in this booth, and he's already selling to Macy's at this point. Yeah, so he's, it's a big name. Who is in the Crooks and Castles booth at this particular time? Not only in his booth, but yeah, throwing up the diamond and <laughs> rocking a crook shirt. It's called the throwing same up the time, rock. The same time. As the convention is going on, the the point of this convention is to sell your product to these big, you know, yeah, big you're companies. Wholesaling. You're wholesaling. Yeah. You're trying to get into Macy's. You're trying to get into Dillard's. You're trying to get into Zoomies. Jay Z leaves his booth and comes to the Crooks booth and like, hey, uh, can I get? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 can I get a? Uh, uh, and loaded up, left your booth with. Yeah. A, a shopping bag, not even a shopping bag, a garbage bag full of crooks. Fast forward to a couple of days after that, I think he performed that night rocking a crook shirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, that's next level <laughs> shit, man. That's yeah, like Michael I, Jordan I mean, leaving the Jordan booth and going to the Adidas booth going, yo. I need the fucks with these right now. I th- I, yo, Jay <laughs> definitely was in the instrumental, you know, on, on the success of, of the brand and a couple of the main core logos that we still run today. You yeah, know? So, Jay, Jay threw that on. Yeah, You know how Jay just says Tom Ford and now everyone's rocking Tom Ford? Even Jay, though I've been Jay, rocking Tom Ford. Come buy since... it, bro. I got <laughs> it for on. cheap, bro. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something. I didn't finish that story, Chris. You ready for this? How My does boy, it get better? <laughs> how does it get better? You ready for this? Jay turns to D. I don't know if he goes to D. No, he went to more, my partners. Went to his partners. And can I say it or no? Uh, or keep it hush? No, you know, you could tell you. It, it's unofficial, but unofficially we know that wanted to his, one of his companies had take it over. Major interest in it. Yeah. Major interest. Wow. Yeah. D said no. I mean, at that time... We were still growing it, you know. Yeah. You're still picking up your kid from school, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, we can't let go. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't get as much for it back then than we probably would now, but. Yeah. yeah, But see, that's the the craziness about believing in not only yourself, but your product. 
You know what I mean? Putting your heart into something and then saying that's not for sale, that's pretty That's pretty big, man. Yeah. Geez. I mean, the, yeah, the brand tells everyone about who we are yeah. and the things we like. And we, we poured our blood, sweat, and tears into it. Yeah. You know, we lost the comrade to it. Yeah. You know, and we still here. Yeah, man. And, and you know, obviously the challenge for us now is is that, is staying relevant. We're almost going to be at that, you know, that – 15 year mark where you know we're, we're we kind of have to reboot yeah and and we're like a retro brand or we got to re-educate the new kid that yeah doesn't know the history of crooks you yeah know? for all they see now is like dudes with cars and putting cars in their stores and you know flashing guns and yeah you know we're we're, we're older than that yeah and obviously now we've we were designers and we were passionate about fashion, mm-hmm. but we grew into being wiser businessmen. Yeah, and we know that we're, you know, we're we're never going to put in that be put in that situation where we we got to work for someone. Yeah, you know, exactly. We want to create our own destiny and and make the, it so that our kids can create their own. That's what I love about well. you the most. Yeah. If you go to your Instagram, General Crook, by the way. Uh, I see more pictures of your daughter mm. than you do your own brand and of you. And here's the thing, and I'm just going to be quite honest with you, D. I don't really want to see pictures of you, <laughs> if you don't mind. Let's just keep it cute. Just leave the daughter on there, and I'll stay on your page. Uh, the more of you, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not even going to like oh, that yeah. picture. She's a I'm not going to like that picture. She's no, she's super... so damn cute, yeah. man. And she's rocking that style. Oh, she's swagged out. Yeah, man. Swaggy C. She's so Daddy lucky, you. and my dad, I, my dad, and my and my mom uh, didn't give two shits about what I had to wear. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we were broke. Same. She's like, "Is it a jacket? It'll keep you warm." Remember that? Remember the iron-on knee patch? Oh my god! That went over the corduroy. I don't even know if anyone knows what we're talking about. <laughs> That's broke people stuff. <laughs> That's when you skid on your knee, yeah. and instead of buying a new pair of pants, your mom bought iron-on patches. Yeah. And she ironed it for you. And then she goes, this is stronger. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stronger. Slide on this. It's not going to happen again. It's true, right? True. Very true. Do you come from humble beginnings? Were you broke? Or were um, you guys pretty well-to-do? Were, do you have nurses? Well, my mom was an RN. <laughs> and then my dad worked in nope, the, my a post da- office. My dad worked in the oil refinery. So. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, you guys were good. We were okay. No, you were more than okay. A little more than okay. Yeah, you were more than okay. Yeah. Let me guess. Your dad was driving a Mercedes Benz. No, he had a, a Volkswagen Bug. Old. One. Really? Yeah. What My, kind of oil refinery was he working at? At seventy six. He was a grunt. He did the hard work. He had a client. We'd drive down the freeway. Yeah. You see those towers? Yeah. Every night, I have to climb up to the top. What? And back down. Oh man, yeah. yeah, he was a hard-working man. Yeah, but, and mom was RN. RN. Yeah, mom's an RN. Chris, you remember what I told you? That's all we are, nurses. Yeah, all our Filipinos. sisters are RNs. Too. All, yep, all my aunts are RNs. <laughs> yeah, they all probably know each other. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have an aunt in Bakersfield. She owns a bunch of houses, and it's just for like, like, uh, like nursing, like a nursing home. Yeah, nursing home. Yeah, she's that's got like they, she's got like the, eight of them. That's the entrepreneurial. Filipino lady. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. an RN and I'm going to open a care yeah, yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little brief history for you guys that are listening. Uh, if you know a Filipino friend, just assume that they have nurses in their families. 
mm-hmm. and also mailmen in their families. Those are very luxurious jobs. <laughs> so, and now, well, the reason why I'm setting this up. Wait, did your mom always have the bottle of amoxicillin, the yes. powder? Yes. Whenever you got sick? Yes. Put the water, shake yeah, it? Yeah, shake it up. Ugh. Same. You just reminded me of that. Yeah. Anton, do you remember that? We didn't even have to go Bro. to the hospital, right? How can no. I forget? <laughs> How can you Who forget else that? that? <laughs> it's so Stop funny. the moxicillin. Yes. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, Vicks Vapor Up. Yeah. Vicks. Vicks would cure everything. My mom would, yeah, my mom would cram it up my nose yep. and rub it on the top of my eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Oh, my mom did. On top of my eyelids all the time. That'll help you sleep, Joseph. <laughs> Why? Because you can't open your eyes. <laughs> so, like so uh, yeah, like that. Um, uh, here's this is what. Um, look, with that being said, because there's so much pressure with a Filipino family uh, to go into a particular field, like when you go to college, yeah, they want you to go into nursing or they want right. to go into something. Yeah. As amazing as you were in computer graphics, old school, first generation Filipino parents, they don't see that. Right. They don't see computer graphics, especially 15 years ago. No, the the good thing is that I'd always win the art competitions uh, in, in elementary school and even at kindergarten. And all the teachers would be like, you know, your son has a talent. Oh, he can draw. Yeah. You know, and, and so my parents, they, they didn't quite push me into going to the medical field. Yeah. But they were like, well, why don't you try radiology? It's different. <laughs> it's kind of like nursing. <laughs> It's still a hospital. But back then, you know, we we're still it's doing... It's like painting, we're, only we're, with x-ray. We are doing dumb shit, and, you know, at, at one point, we were wanted for beating up some dudes, and we all split up to kind of hide out, and I, yeah. I went to Hawaii. Wait, was, hold was, on. When was this? How old were you? Uh, just out of, maybe like 1920. So just out of high school? Just out of high school. All right. And I was going to, like, a city college, Long LBCC. Yeah. And that shit happened. We got in a, we got in a, a, a rumble in the park. And but why did you get in a rumble? Go ahead and tell us everything. <laughs> Don't just be nah, brief. You, know, back, you were doing back some in, Filipino hood shit. Yeah. You had, I grew up in the neighborhood where, you know. You were in the LBC. Filipino neighborhood gang. There you go. You know, just say it, D. But that's not why. I was already... You know, out the gang, kind of. You never get out. but No, you never get out. And I was hanging out with my brother and all the younger dudes. Yeah. And I was kind of schooling them on how to break into houses, steal cars, oh, and all well, that see, shit. You know, that's so. what I like about you. And you're, 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 You've always been a teacher. We had a crew. <laughs> we, had, we, we watched the movie Juice, Tupac, yeah. Bishop. Yeah. And we were like, me and Luda were like, we're going to start a crew. Yeah. And we're going to call it Bomb Squad. Yeah. And... We had Bomb Squad, and we would run around, do crazy shit, get money, go to Compton Swap Meet, buy black hoodies, yeah. and have the Korean lady embroider Bomb Squad on the chest. <laughs> How old were you then? That same This is 19? Yeah. So Luda and you. Me and Luda, yeah, and who we else? grafted this thing. My brother. But what Luda's was the cousin, point Lucci, at 19? Rob. Oh, my God. Rob was doing this, too? Yeah. Rob, Rob was more in the race scene. He was in a car group, like Fast and Furious type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But all Hondas. Yeah. You know? And, but so, we were still a crew. And yeah. we were still, you know, it was about partying. It was about getting, can I say bitches? Yes. Bitches. 
girls. Yes. And, and making money. Yeah. On the street. Any way you can get it. Any way we can get it. Yeah. So we were living that crooks lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we that was us. Yeah. And there was other crews that might have been jealous of what we had or, mm-hmm. you know, someone may have stole a girl from some other crew. Yeah. And we got into fights, you know, yeah. and we got in a, a one where someone got pretty fucked up. Yeah. And we all fled. We kind of like dispersed. Yeah. Way. You're like the outsiders. Yeah. You're a pony boy. Yeah, some of us got caught, and I was I was out in Hawaii. Like, what am I gonna do in my life? How long were you out there in Hawaii? And this is at nineteen, right? <laughs> yeah, I was probably uh, like four or five months. Yeah, yeah. And then you were just sitting there going, "And what you know, am I doing with my life right one now?" One week in Hawaii feels like a year. Oh yeah, one week. And in I was Hawaii in, is... I was in the Big Island, so it's even slower. Oh. And you were in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. Yeah, that's yes. really Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Hawaii. Yeah. It's just made out of lava. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, you were really out in the cut. And so they don't mom, even have cops I, out I there. My mom just a Samoan like, with a flashlight. <laughs> hey, brother, what are you doing here, bro? <laughs> Where you get those shoes? <laughs> What's bomb squad, brother? <laughs> huh? What bomb squad? You have oh, bomb? Man. You have bomb, brother? <laughs> is that what he sound like? Yeah. Get off my island, brother. So uh, I told my mom, I was like, I can't do this, and I can't be out here. I'm going to come home. She was like, all right, you're going to have to go to school. I was like, well, why don't you sign me up in one of those, you know, graphic design, computer graphic courses. Yeah. You know, and there was like, it's kind of like a, a DeVry yeah. for that. Yeah. And so I went to this school in Cerritos called Platt College, and I, and that's when – Graphic design was starting to get more on the computer. Yeah. So in the, the my first couple of years, everything was still by hand. Mm-hmm. And then it was like learning the new... Photoshops and all that? Yeah. Illustrator, uh-huh. Photoshop. Uh-huh. So, I mean, when I first used Illustrator, it only had like a palette of like four tools. Yeah, yeah. Now there's like a hundred. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Then there's tools inside tools. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Were you using an iMac at that time, or were you still? We're, I, I've always used um, Apple's, even back in elementary school. Mm-hmm. We, my parents bought an Apple IIc. Yeah, you know, my one of my Damn. uncles, one of my my mom's brother, was like, he worked for the school of education or whatever, and he's like, make sure that they have a computer. Yeah, your kids, and make sure you buy them an Apple. Smart dude. Yeah. And my no parents was, had a no they had to get a loan then. to buy that thing. Yeah, man, it was expensive. Yeah, man, computers were like buying cars. Back yeah, then. back then. But we grew up with one. We not we played fucking Load Runner, Oregon Trail. Yeah, all those games. Mm-hmm. You know, and how long was this course for? About I think I got my bachelor's, and the whole thing was like three years. Really? Yeah. So three years, and you get a degree in graphic design. Yeah. And then that's when you what you were like I think I can do street no, what inspired the, the, you the school I mean the yeah the school got me a job where like they with uh, GTE <laughs> what's, what's GTE GTE is a company that got bought by Verizon okay so they were a phone company yeah uh, General t- Telecommunication well I don't, yeah. I don't even know what it stands for yeah 
but they made the yellow pages. That is too funny, dude. The yellow pages. And where you're... Before, you, you had a phone. I don't even think cell phones were like that accessible back no. then, but you had to look in the yellow pages yep. or call 411 for yep. the info. And so I got hired to make the ads. So you were doing what? You were designing the pages? Designing the ads. So like so like some so you know how some businesses would have a bigger square? Yeah. With their logo and all yeah, that? Yeah. That was you? Yeah. Like yep. the layout. Yeah, a layout. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I would only call those numbers, by the way. I would never call the one with just regular script like text. Text. Fuck them. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't afford a picture? I'm not calling you. <laughs> I want a locksmith and this picture has a picture of a lock and a guy named Smith next to it. That's who I'm calling. I'm not going to call this uh, down here, Albert's lock and key. <laughs> it's little tiny letters at the bottom of the page. I want this one right here. And that's what you designed? Yeah. That's hysterical. So me, I, we had a, what a gangbanger. You know what's funny is when I- I knew it too. When I was looking through the yellow pages, I would see some advertisements, <laughs> and underneath it said Bomb Squad. I put my it little subliminal bomb bombs yeah. in there. You would still have gangster shit in the, in the yellow pages. I knew it. Yeah, he was throwing up gang signs. <laughs> I remember clearly going through the yellow pages going, I think a blood did this. <laughs> <laughs> so from GTE, what did you do? Were you like already into fashion? What inspired you yeah, to move no, forward? I mean, you know, we were we were fashionable kids. We we were part of that whole polo oh, you yeah. know, not Come a on. Tommy yeah. Hilfiger craze. You know, we were in a dancing. I just want you to know Hip-hop. one thing, D. D. I want you to know one thing. I'm older than you, and I did everything <laughs> by a little you. bit, not by no, a lot of bit. I'm gonna be 42 in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay, yeah, we're right, we're right yeah. around the same age. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was rocking that polo rugby, right? Yeah, I was polo the, rugby. Yeah, boy. Oh, man, you know what on. I used to do when I was a kid? Because 501 jeans back when I was a kid, 501, yeah, 501 jeans only had one color. And raw. it was raw. <laughs> yeah. And then they had shrink to fits. Yeah. They didn't have all the colors that these kids had. You know what I used to do? You can ask my sister, my sister Gemma, swear on everything. I used to make her hand stitch it so it's tapered. Yeah. So she would taper my leg and then we would bleach it so I can have light blue. Nice. I would lay it in my bathtub and pour, pour a, uh, a cap full of bleach and just put that much water in the bathtub. And, and I would just sit on the toilet and watch the, the blue go away. And I'm like, okay, it's ready to wear. <laughs> I would go to school the next day. I would smell like bleach. But everyone would be like, yo, yo them jeans we, are fly, Joe. And I'm like, yeah, they're the like, you thing. stink. We used to do the same thing. We used to, yep. we when we were heavy into hip hop and, you know, we're we're still in high school. Kids are battling. You yeah. Know, Bell Biv DeVoe, Poison just came Woo. out. And that was part of that whole DIY, like, kit. Yeah, you know, man. You buy the... the the overalls from Oshkosh. Yes. You twist them up. Yep. Pour it in a bucket. Pour bleach. Yep. Take it out. Get a marker. Start writing. That, we, we would do all that. <laughs> yeah. Luda knew how to sew. So he would find ill fabric. Nah. Do a fucking herringbone pocket. Yes. Um, he, he would flip it. Yes. And me, him, Emil, we were all in the same dance crew. We were That's called, crazy. We, Emil knows how to dance. Emil is a. Uh, we are called the, the boogie unit. Get out. The boogie unit. Hey, First we used of all, you don't know how to dance. People from the valley down to Carson, down to everywhere. Would you run into to, to the Black Eyed Peas? Because they were. Yeah, that's how yeah. we knew them. We, I know. we knew them when they were at Band Clan. Isn't that we used, crazy? We used, to saw, uh, we used to see Apple and Taboo just walk up and down yep. Melrose. Yeah. You know? We used to all go to that same show 
at Paramount Studios yep. that was called um, Damn, it was Nia People's show. Came on after Oh uh, man, came what was on that after called? Arsenio Hall. Oh, Damn, I can't I remember. forgot the name. Can you look that up, Chris? But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so we, we used to stand in line early in the morning Saturdays, go in there, and we would all dance. It was like the Soul Train kind yeah, of. Yeah, I remember different. that show. And see, that's where we met. Fame? All those people. Fame. No, not fame. No, fame was this TV was show she TV was on. Party yeah. Machine. That's Party, it, Party machine. machine. Party Machine. And she would have like Gangstar performing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. She would have good acts, and we would go there. We'd perform. There would be a break. They would give us KFC, like boxes of KFC, like 100. That's so funny. And we, knew all, we met all the dancers from all over L.A., yeah. all over the Valley. You we were a dancer. I was a dancer. No, I don't believe that. I need – here's the thing. I believe Emil could dance. Mm. I know Emil can dance. Emil has all the old videos. We used to, oh, I need that. We used to body talent shows. Stuff. We used to do talent shows that we used to win first place every time. Yeah, because you guys hosted the show. No, no. It was for like Catholic schoolgirls stuff, like like St. Joseph High School. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I can't believe that. I, I But that's that what w- introduced us into to being more I don't know what it's how to put it, but you know, fashionably in tune. Yes. And Emil, after high school, went off and he 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 went to fit him. He got yeah. a scholarship. Yeah, and he which was one? Into- San Francisco? No, L.A. L.A. LA? Okay. And I went to go visit him. He was working for a Q Ambient or a couple of, like older brands from L.A. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna start my own brand. Uh. You know? And I was like, Yeah, what do you call? It? He's like, Big Game Hunters. I'm like, Okay, okay. And he's yeah. like, I need a graphic designer. I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm gonna quit my job. Became his graphic designer. First time I went to Magic, I saw all the big booths, FUBU, everyone. Yeah. Like that's when people were spending millions. Yeah, this is before Rockaware and yeah. Sean John. This was like well, I know Dada Footwear. Yeah, Dada, Dada Supreme, Echo Unlimited. Yeah, man. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Wow. Even if it's not with his brand, I want to be in this industry. So what happened with Big Game Hunters? Um. It was back. so. It was just you know, you it was and funny. Him? It was backed by Tech and Sway. Wow! Remember when Sway was having the interview with uh-huh. Kanye and Kanye was spazzing out on him? Sway was talking about yeah, I invested money in a clothing brand. It was Emil's line. Really? Yeah. So wow, that's crazy. They, it just we had like it was there was poor management. There's like you know there's a, a bunch of little things that you can see that off the bat aren't going to make the brand yeah. work. Emil is now the. He's our Fashion design director. Design director, but he started the whole cut and sew yeah. line. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, when yeah. I met you, it was just a t-shirt and hat company. Right. And I remember when you guys started going into cut and sew, and I believe Emil spearheaded that, right? Yeah. So now he's the head of all he, art direction? Or no, you he's, still a, have your he's hands a design director. So he, he right now he directs the team as far as what we're doing Mainly body wise, trend wise, fabrication, yeah, you know all that, and then we have an art director who is Bam as well, and he kind of like works with Emil, and they create the art assets. And, yeah, you know they but make before, me look good. That's yeah, real good, by the way. <laughs> um, I want to get into like the deeper stories and like how it all started from the beginning. Okay, and, and uh, but can we go to a break real quick? Sure. Uh, this is D. The owner of Crooks and Castle, General Crook, if you guys want to look him up on Instagram. 
uh, at crooksandcastles.com. Uh, this guy is amazing, and we'll be right back with more. What's up, Joe? I want to talk to the Koi Pine listeners about Grubhub. You know, it's a really weird time. Everybody can tell we're doing these ads on our phones right now because everybody's, you know, doing social distancing. We're all separately in our homes. And Grubhub is one of the ways that we can help save the restaurants we love. Oh, exactly. By the way, my son is in love with spicy chicken sandwiches. How is he going to get that? Can't leave the house, but he can get it from Grubhub. Yep. And this is how we keep those places open. Every order on Grubhub helps support your local community as restaurants rely on delivery and pickup orders during this time. Contactless delivery is available. You know that? You can actually say in the Grubhub app, this has to be contactless delivery, meaning you're not going to actually touch you know, somebody or encounter them. You've got to stay six feet apart from the person, and they'll just drop it off outside your door, I believe. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the best way to feed your family right now. You want to go out to eat? Have Grubhub get it for you. That's right. Special promotions will be available daily. Look for neighborhood specials so you can save money and save a restaurant. Your yes. pickup or delivery order can help save a local restaurant during this difficult time. Yeah, you guys, let's all work together. And Grubhub is helping that. You can also donate your change on every order to support the Grubhub Community Relief Fund to support restaurants and drivers impacted by COVID-19. That's a beautiful thing, man. And there's this one special thing for just for the Koi Pine listeners. If you download the Grubhub app and enter code, promo code Koi Pond, you'll get $10 off $15 or more for new diners. That's promo code Koi Pond. Promo code one more time, Koi Pond. For $10 off any order of $15 or more for new diners, so download the Grubhub app today and use promo code Koi Pond to enjoy the restaurants that you love delivered. Go get something to eat now. Yo, it's Joe Koi. It's the Koi Pond. Corolla Digital. I used to listen to Adam. How long ago? When I was working at GTE. <laughs> I had the swing shift. And they let you have a little radio with headphones yeah. while you're doing your ads. That's cool. And, I and you probably like, thought at that time, this place is really cool to work for, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then um, what happened? You were listening to Corolla? I was listening to K-Rock and, I, and um, Love Lines came on Yo, at night. The best, right? The best. The best. I would be Yo, check it, look, Hey, look at the, look what he's rocking. Oh, Nice. So all all the Corolla fans out there, you know how D, uh, Adam always rocks that hat, and he calls it the Jimmy Kimmel hat because of the JK. He wears it every day. He so many it, people ask him about really? it. Like, yeah, he yeah, wears it every day. Gets really? tons of comments. Every day. He tells wow. everybody. Yeah, he wears that hat every day. And uh, and he loves it, man. He loves it. By the way, everyone here are fans of Crooks and Castles, by the way. I need to make an AC hat. Oh, him. my God. If you did that. Adam would love you, man. Give it that little like car flavor. Adam, you know Adam is a huge car nut, uh, right? No, I, I, I he can tell know you. He'll tell you ins I, and I outs of all the carts. Because when we pulled up, I saw the outside. I was like, oh, they painted it like, you know, like a sports, yeah, like a racing car, yeah. And my brother owns Period Correct down in Costa Mesa, That's right. which is a atelier, you know, catered to that vintage sport life. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, hook him up. Yeah, yeah, oh, he please. would love it. He yeah. would love it. So after this interview, let's go over to his garage. Yeah, for sure. You can for see sure. all his stuff. Um, don't touch any of it, though. 
<laughs> We're talking to D. Owner of Crooks and Castles, man. But I want to get, I know we've already got past your, you know, your alleged fights. Because <laughs> I don't want you to, I don't want this to come back at you. No. Like OJ. Right. I don't want you to do any time served for this. Whatever it was that happened in the past. I was just there. I didn't do anything. You weren't there. To be honest, you weren't even fucking there. I was across the street. You were across the street at home. You know what you were doing? You were designing stuff. T-shirts. T-shirts that said Bomb Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Did you stencil stuff? No, I never stenciled, but um, freehand I was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Were you a street tagger? Yeah, I, I wrote Den, Den Wonder. Yeah. Oh, I've from, seen some uh, of your shit. Oh, J2K. I'm so pissed off. My crew was J2K. What? That's too clever. <laughs> God damn it. And we were, we were like the, Looking we were back. Like the sub-crew of NASA crew. You know Rich? Yes. From Creative Rec. Yeah, uh, yes. As if. Um, yeah, he was in NASA crew, which originated in Cerritos, you know, <laughs> where I grew up. For all you guys that live. So graffiti. You know, I'm just trying to touch five elements. Yeah. B-boy, Graffiti, DJ. I, I B-boy, DJ, MC. Wait, what's the fifth element? Gang banging? There's only four elements in hip hop. Beatboxing? Beatboxing is not an element. I heard it was the unofficial fifth element. Uh, we'll give, well, um, maybe. I don't know. I, I think. Never mind. I don't want to disrespect anyone that's in the beatbox game. <laughs> it's like Rozelle and Dougie Fresh, right? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, you're right. I, I think he's an ill beatboxer. Yo, you know who the illest beatboxer of all time is? Who? Hands down, and I'm not even lying? Who? Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Michael could kill yeah. the beatbox. Yeah. Literally, literally, and I had he no was idea. Saying that's how he made the rhythms for yes. a lot of the songs. He would you do can that hear him. for Quincy Jones, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a different type of... Beat it. Beat it. Like that. That's all I want you to do, Quincy. Just do something like that. If you can do this right here. Like that. If you can do something like that. I mean, I don't know how to do it on the keyboards, but. I got you, Michael. Just something like that. Quincy. Quincy, if you don't mind, I was thinking about this all night last night, and I just wanted to do Spit something. It like, out, Michael. Like, Spit like, it out. I wanted it to sound like this. Groovy. That's groovy, man. Oh, I love that, Michael. Oh, I love that, Michael. Oh, man. You like that? Quincy. Quincy. <laughs> Quincy. What is it, Michael? I, I have a slow song that I want to sing. Uh, Quincy, I have a slow uh, song. We just recorded like five slow songs. I, know, I just want one more. I think this one will work. Just please. Okay, let me hear it. Let me hear it, man. <laughs> why? Why? I'm going to die. It's good. Why? Why? Michael. Day. Is that even English? No, it's not. Those are it's zippy doo da day. Oh, brilliant. Zippy doo it that day. That's brilliant, baby. <laughs> that was good. Yo, 
we got we got we got <laughs> D to do it. That's what I'm talking about. I think Filipinos, because you're Filipino. Are you full Filipino? Full. Uh, what language do you guys speak? Tagalog? No. My the, parents spoke Tagalog when they didn't want us to know what they were talking about. That's so funny. So they raised us on Ilocano or Pangasinan. Pangasinan. Is the correct. And all the dialect. listeners, all the Corolla listeners right now are going, what the fuck did they just say? <laughs> what? Panga binga. What's Panga binga? <laughs> Panga binga il bagado. My parents just got back. They were there for six months. They're building a castle in their hometown. Yeah, see, that's a little too a, much floss. With the, with the double C's on the gate. They're really building a castle. Yeah. You can do that in the Philippines. Oh, yeah, for cheap. For cheap, cheap. Yeah. And it, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Wait, so Crooks and Castles is getting an actual castle? Yeah. It's my parents' castle. They're going to have a castle. We helped out a little bit to... You know, it's a lot of bit. It's a lot of bit. Was your mom, when you, okay, so at 19, you got in trouble, came back from Hawaii, went to graphic design school. I got I got beat up a few times, like, pretty bad where I was in the hospital. Yeah. And my mom would show up and be like, what the luck. fuck is yeah. wrong with you? They're going to kill you. No, nah, that's a bad impersonation. <laughs> Here, you just act like you got beat up and I'll, and I'll do it. You ready? No, you, you be beat up D. You ready? Yeah. My God. What is wrong with you, Anak? <laughs> there is such a future for you. You're good with the drawings, and your face look like that, like someone step on it. I want to be a gangbanger, mom. No, that's the wrong choice. I'm from the streets. No, you're street. I'm an RN. Your father is in oil refinery. They had bats. Because I had my bare hands. But but why do you live life like you're in a movie, Micah? I'm a gangster, mom. You're you're Dennis, the menace. I'm a true gangster. And scene that was good. You she were. was also the nurse in that scene, right? Yeah, she was yeah. actually the nurse in that scene Showing too. Showing the moxicillin down my throat. Get better. Powder form. <laughs> so at that point, you decide to go into graphic designing. Yeah, and now you're now cool. you're moving away from all that. Yeah. Then you meet up with Emil. He starts a brand. Yep. Doesn't really take off, right? When does when does it hit you? Like you're like, okay, now I'm gonna start doing this. Yeah, we. So we. Who's we? Me, Rob. Um, Erica. Wait, you know what? I haven't even talked about Rob. <laughs> Rob is Rob is your other half. Yeah, Rob is my partner. You guys share a huge, beautiful office, right? That looks hip as shit. The VIP suite. Yeah, I love it up there. And uh, and you guys are basically the look. The the brain, the the driving force behind Crooks and Castles. You two, yeah, and uh, and that's who Rob is, Rob the Crook. If you guys want to see all his stuff on Instagram, um, so you and Rob have always shared a dream. He's has he been in graphic designing? Did he appreciate art? No, what was I mean, it? What was Rob his motivation? Was, you know, Rob. I just took Rob under my wing since he was young. Yeah, and you know we. Along with Ludes as well, yeah, and um, Erica, little Bobby's mom. Like uh -huh. we we knew that we were going to stick together as friends, and we were going to start a business together. Yeah, and we did um, landscape L five landscape. Okay, so L five landscape. Yeah, was the the clothing line mm -hmm. that you came up with. Yeah, L five landscape, and 
What was the first one that Emil came up with? Big Game Hunters. Big Game Hunters yeah. and L5 Landscape. Now, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm not really feeling these names. <laughs> we couldn't use landscape right off the bat because I think someone had the trademark. So we're like, we'll just throw an L5 on L5. I like L5. Yeah. I'll take L5. Anton, L5 Landscape. That sounds pretty strong, but yeah. Yeah? You you don't have to be biased because D's your friend. And our logo we can was be a, honest right our logo now. was a bonsai tree. And it was the redevelopment the of Earth. Are you art being serious right now? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. Okay. That's another time. You don't want to get into that, do you? Do we have time? It's kind of a long story. <laughs> no, we have we have twenty five minutes. No. Nah, but uh, I mean let, let's leave it alone. Leave it but alone. I know what you're going with that. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. But I didn't know it was that brand, deep. I didn't know yeah, it was that deep. That brand we were selling to Japan. We had an exclusive deal with what? a major retailer in, in Tokyo, with Landscape. So you were killing it. And Did you design all of the prints for L5 Landscape? Yeah, I designed everything. The, the, all the T-shirt the logos, tees, designs, the, the, the font. Sew, everything. And we made everything in L.A. Rob and Erica were you know, my production people, and they would go and – they would make patterns, get patterns made. They would Did you know this, Anton? I had no clue. I'm factories. so interested right now. <laughs> so, yeah. And we sold to a store called United Arrows in Tokyo. And they, they had like 50, 60 stores. Um, and they're pretty much like the Barneys of Japan. What? Yeah. And we See, didn't now even there's, know a, th- there's a side story to all this. We didn't that- know the magnitude of, you know, of how the market was in Japan until we started selling there. And there was another competitor for that store that wanted something from us. They're like, we can't buy landscape because you have an exclusive deal. That like, can you make us something else? Yeah. And I was like, let, let me think of something. And I was in we are I was in our Yo, office this in is Whittier. So crazy right now. Listening to like Camp Low and like they just kept saying, oh, you can't stop the crooks. Wait, 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 crooks. wait, 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 wait. So L L five yeah. is done at this no, point, or is it still it. living? We still had it. But then you heard a song. Well, no, the, another potential customer wanted another brand. Ah. And I, while designing, I heard a song, Crooks popped in my head, and I was like, what else can I do with Crooks? And Crooks and Castles came up. That's somehow. nuts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds... Sounds good, the way you say it. Yeah. Crooks and Castles. It rolls off the tongue yeah. perfectly. Yeah. And the more I started, you know, diving into creating the graphic elements for it, it started making it started making more sense. I was like, this brand really tells who we are. Exactly. Landscape was supposed to be the Timberland version of streetwear. Yeah. It's like, how do we take Timberland, make it cool and hip, and offer it to a different customer? Uh-huh. Um, so Crooks and Castles, we, I kept. I, I made it kind of like my art project. And then till I had enough designs to go and sell this other customer. What? And they bought it. And I sold them like maybe like a couple seasons. Like it was it – was, uh, we weren't really pushing that much marketing into it. Mm-hmm. But everyone always like, oh, what happened, whatever happened to Crooks and Castles? Yeah. One of my first graphics was uh, like – I did an illustration of the album cover of Dolomite. Okay. And it was a pimp with, like, a train of girls following him. Ooh. And I was like, a pimp kind of is, like, the embodiment, too, of what Crooks and Castles is. Yeah. 
because he's like doing his thing. It's not. It's kind of frowned upon by in society, but mm-hmm. people kind of look up to him. They're like, yeah, this guy's got money. You know, yeah. he's got all these girls around him. He's like the hood superstar. Yeah, and I felt like that image alone too was what said crooks and castles. Uh. So where where did you get the money to start this company up? Or is um, it? Did you go to get a loan? No, nah, we well. Because I know stories. We about had you. family friends that did help, but I, I know stories about you. <laughs> we had a kids. No, but I know money. stories, D. <laughs> I know things that you and Rob did. Right. As a friend, I don't want to put it out there. Okay. But I know, so you can lie all you want right now on my show. But I know. Yeah, we broke into Fort Knox, and you broke into Fort Knox. Bars of gold. You did some things. <laughs> You did some things to get your yeah, money going. We, we your all cash did some things. Going. Yeah, that's we were we were you know we were street kids. Yeah, but so that's good because you turned money. it into something positive. Yeah, we tried to. Yeah, well, you did. Right. You successfully did. Yeah, and thank God you did those things. Yeah, and realized that that's not the way to go <laughs> later on in life. Right, and, and then you built it into to this huge enterprise where now everybody. Turned into is benefiting a brand. out of it. Yeah, we we made a brand. Now we have something that is ours that we can stamp on whatever it is we want to get into. Yeah, you know, and even if we decide to license it later on down the line, people mm-hmm. will know. Like, oh, Crooks and Castle soap. Yeah, I remember when they used to make T-shirts, and I used to buy it in high school. Yeah, I get that now a lot. They're like, oh, yeah, you. So and so, Crooks and Castles. Yeah, man, I remember in high school, I used to rock everything. <laughs> I was like, "What, are you what happened, about high dog? school? Why don't yeah. you keep doing it, man? What, what happened, dog? You can still rock it." <laughs> You'd be like, "Look, I'm wearing what you're wearing." Yeah, I want Saint Laurent. Yeah, you know, I'm done with Saint Laurent. By the way, yeah. I want everyone to know that. Is that bad? Oh, you no. just went to their fashion show. I did. I did. I got invited to the. I'm a little upset. Because you didn't get invited? No, I can care less about getting invited oh, okay. to any event, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm upset with the quality of that company. I bought three things from St. Laurent. I bought a pair of jeans. Okay. That cost me a little over a 1000 bucks. That, that's the only thing I really get is the jeans and some of the jackets. And, well, the zipper flew right off along with the button. And, they, and I bought them loose. Oh, wow. And my whole thing is, if you're paying $1,000 for jeans, yeah. it's got to be more than just the look of the jean. Right. Like, you got to have quality everything. Don't throw on YKK zippers when you're St. Laurent. That's yeah. the same thing you throw on on a pair of fucking you know, Amber Crumbies. Like, you can't have the same zipper. I'm sorry, St. Laurent, if I'm hating on you right now. This, I'm just a little upset. I bought the, I also bought the, the, the high tops, the one, the ones that look like retro ones. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black and reds, the SL ones. Or I, I can. I only wore it one time. It, it is the most painful <laughs> piece of shit I've ever put on the bottom of my foot, <laughs> ever. I would. I, it would probably be more comfortable if I put two bricks duct taped to my feet. <laughs> it would probably be softer on my feet. Wow. Yeah. They're uncomfortable. I mean, what what happens with fashion that it that they give up on com- comfort. You know what I mean? Doesn't that annoy you? 
Girls do it every day when they put on a pair of heels. But we ain't girls. <laughs> We're dudes. That's what they're trying the, to do. The things are they're out there. They're trying to make dudes into girls, like making the jeans skinnier, mm-hmm. making the the tops more cropped. I'm like, yo. All right. I'm sorry. I am wearing skinny inch, jeans. I'm, I'm wearing like, skinny jeans. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're not that skinny, are they? All right. They're a little skinny. Yeah, those are jeggings. <laughs> Why would you say that to me, D? I, I get a little intimidated when D anytime one time I'm just going to tell a story. We're gonna we're gonna go away from the crook story, okay? And we're just going to talk about just the life of D. All right, Anton, my boy Anton, uh, my business partner, what up, Anton, and co-owner of YoJ, and of course he's got several. He's he's by the way the young D. You know that, right? He was telling me he's D before me. He nah, was yo, he man. was D before D. He was D before D. He, Remember that. You were C. He's D. (laughs) Look, check this out. Um, We're at a Clippers game, right? Okay. And uh, you know, I'm you know you in that I'm in that one line where our seats are a little bit better than everybody else's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line we're in, D. Right. Yeah. Where it's a lot shorter. It's on the far left. It's a special, you know, special ticket. Okay. To join this class of. The members only. Well, it's a good, it's an elite group of people. Okay. I shouldn't say that. It's a little pompous. But you know what I'm saying? It's a special line where you don't have to worry about, like, a long time of waiting and going through security or all that shit, right? It's for the bout about it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anton's line. So, in front of me, in front of me, is D. I'm like, oh, shit, D, what up, man? Oh, what's up, man? Like, hey, so I hug him, right, real quick. And he's like, yo, I totally forgot they do a security check at Staples. Uh oh. I'm like, what is that? What does that mean, D? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you are, you are, you own a huge company that makes millions of dollars. What, what hood shit are you talking about, D? <laughs> We're about to go to Cl- a Clippers game with exclusive seats. We're not even in that line. To our right are thousands of people crammed up against a goddamn window trying to get in. Because uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're in the VIP line <laughs> where it comes with a waiter. That's where we're at. We don't even know what the snack bar looks like. What are you talking about, D? What hood shit are you doing now? You're, okay. you're 16 years removed from that one day, uh, the, what was the name of your crew? The Bomb Squad. You're you're 17 years removed from the Bomb Squad. What are you What are you talking about, D? I had to I had to stash my piece. What the fuck are you talking? Do you not see these cop cars? Do you not see all these streets blocked off? Yo, man. All the crosswalks are turned off. Cops everywhere. It's packed. It's a sold-out Clippers game. People running amok. Where did you stash your fucking piece, D? In a planter. In a fucking... In a planter? In a planter. Are you serious? In a planter. This is a real story. He stashed his piece in a planter. Hey, it was still there when I got out of the game. Of course it is. You're kidding. People were scared to touch it. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. At least he didn't test your friendship. Talking about, hey. Hold hold this for me. Hold Hold this for me. me. Yo, Jody. Hold this phone. I'm going to give you cheeseburger, Joe. Just hold yeah, this. Hold, hold this phone. You got shirts for life. 
<laughs> Can you believe that story, Chris? That's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So he pulls up to the studio, okay, and Anton's got something in his uh, in his glove compartment, you know, that he shows off real quick, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, why do you have that in your glove compartment?" Right? Then I go to my glove compartment, and I'm like, "Look, this. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just saying I did something equally as stupid." Look what's in in my glove compartment, right? And then, of course, D laughs. And then he's like, hey, look what's in my bag. And it's a gun. (laughs) And then an iced out Rolly. Iced. (laughs) Completely smothered and covered. How many many carrots is this? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even think you can say carrots at this point. This is rabbits. (laughs) Yep, exactly. This is 15 years of rabbit food. That's how many carrots are on this thing. It is so iced out, and it was just in his bag next to his piece. Yep. That's what you carry. Now, I'm going to tell you something, T. If I've something, misplaced something my bag. If something were to in the world, and, and we went back to caveman yeah. style days, yeah. at least I got a piece and something I can trade. No one's going to want cash, right? Nah, no one wants cash. Cash is yeah. nothing. For Ten racks and Anton's. Is nothing. I keep telling them. I keep telling them. That's paper. That's just, just paper. Yeah. You got to turn that paper into something else like, well, this. Damn it. It's the um, end of the world survival pack. Yeah, yeah. This right. is it. It, yeah. By the way, if D were ever have – if he had to survive in the woods, uh, this watch would do nothing. <laughs> I just want you to know that. I'm sure a plane could find it. Oh, a plane could definitely yeah. find it. Uh, this is the kind of ice that doesn't keep your drink cold. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does come down to that time where he has to trade his watch for money or, or whatever, he's not going to get that much for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's going to be an asshole that's going to be like, you really want this ham cheese sandwich, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear your stomach growling, D. You want this ham cheese sandwich, don't you? It's grilled. It's grilled. Take the watch. All right, take the goddamn watch. Give me that cheese. Sandwich. Give me the cheese. Ooh, that is ham. <laughs> it's so good. I forgot I'm lactose. <laughs> you got toilet paper? Let's get back to the story. Yeah. This is a good story so far, isn't it? I love it. Mm. Uh, so now you got the money, and we know how you got the money. I'm not going to say anything. Now you got the money, and you start crooks. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to talk about the bonsai tree design. And we're not going to talk about L5, okay. but there was just a lot of – let's just say at that point, you, you, know the, you, you know the level of success when people are hating or, or ripping you off. Right. Am I right? Correct. And that's what was happening, happening at that point mm-hmm. with L5, right? Yeah. L5, a lot of people were ripping your right. style right. and hating. Yeah. Right? And you took the high road – I don't know if you did. I don't know what you guys did behind closed doors. But you took the high road and created another brand called yeah. Crooks. Yeah. And just dropped L5. Is that right? Right. And then Crooks and Castles came out. Yeah. And then how did that take off? Because um, I remember the earlier stages. It didn't take off um, like people think it did. No, like I it, know. It, 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 I was there. there. There wasn't a market for streetwear, for true streetwear, like how it was accepted in Japan. Yeah. And – um well, so, no, no, but wasn't streetwear kind of dead at that point? It it, it like wasn't it was so much so dead. It was like, it was a mix of skate 
end street. Yeah. But that lane didn't exist yet. Yeah, that lane wasn't there. It was still urban brands. It was huh. still Fubu. Oh, I got what Mecca, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, and but those were gone already and, too. And yeah, and we like I, I I still had to take jobs. I had a I like freelanced a lot for like vans and mm-hmm. I I did part time at Elwood and Aesthetics like skate brands. You know. And, wow. And, and um, what year is this? Shoot, like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. That's nuts. All right. It was so early. It's 1998, and you got the T-shirts rolling out, right? Well, I moved to New York to get a job with Echo Unlimited. Uh-huh. Um, they, from other friends that I knew, that knew of Crooks and Castles and the stuff I've done, they got jobs in New York under the same umbrella. Uh-huh. And people were saying, oh, we need someone to help with Echo Unlimited. Did you know Mark at that time or no? I, I never had never met Mark. Okay. Um, Mark is the owner of? Echo. Yeah. Mark, Mark Echo. Mark Echo. And then, so you just worked for him designing? Yeah. he. Uh, Did of any his, of your designs of main, make it? Well, when I first got there, the first collection that I helped do, um, I assumed he really liked. And after we had, uh, they, they do this thing called um, Proto Review, where they review the prototypes of uh-huh. all the stuff. We had it in Hong Kong. Uh, he made me design director Ooh. after that moment. What? Yeah, he made he kept the line I did. We scrapped the rest of the collection that you know the rest of the team did, and I helped build this. Back then, the line was so huge. Yeah. Oh, but, Mark Elko was killing yeah, the game. It was, it was big. They, yeah. they had launch complex. They were doing G Unit with Fifty Cent. Yeah. You know, and, and then the, every and every York. like Zoomies and everything in the mall usually had a whole wall dedicated right, to right. to Mark Echo. Yeah. Yeah. So they were going through a lot. They, you know, I they were like at a three to four hundred million dollar company at that time. I was there. Yeah. And I think I just got burnt out because within the year and a half that I worked there, it was, just, yeah. it was grueling. I had to go to China a lot. Went yeah. to Japan. And then Hong Kong and then stayed there for months. And, you know, I learned a lot, but I think I, at a certain point I was over it. Yeah. And people were telling me, he's like, yo, why don't you still do Crooks? Well, so and Crooks is just hanging. Yeah, it was just hanging. Wow. It was kind of in limbo for about a, a year and a half or two years. And um, the boys from Information in Hawaii. Um, I like the You guys. know Todd. Yep. Um, he has honors over in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. He um, He's like, yo. I'll help you sell it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll help, you know, make me a line sheet and I'll, I'll send it to some accounts. Huh? Yeah. And he got me like seven orders and I did the same. I emailed stores in New York, like union and all the, all these smaller stores. I was like, Hey, I have this brand. It's called Crooks and Castles. Here are the four designs. And from seven stores, they went to 12 stores to 20 stores. So you were doing all your own orders through email. Yeah. You were you were selling your your shirts. Yeah, that's you know, nuts. I didn't know that. Dude. Doing the marketing, and then Rob was still in L.A., so I would call him to do the production. Uh huh. Like Rob, I need you to print these many tees and blah blah blah, and I would send them the tech packs, and then he would ship me the product, and then you know we'd be in Jersey, and we would ship it out ourselves. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Just sending them to the stores that you making sold them to. Making boxes, making invoices. That's nuts. Yeah. You and Rob. Well, me. 
you, mostly in Jersey. You. Rob was doing the production over here. Mm-hmm. So at that point, did you already say, Rob, this is going to be you and I? And you guys signed well, we, a deal we, together? We, no, we were already – you know, we already had crooks okay. from back in the day. So, so it's you, something we just had. You and him were already business partners at right, this point. Right, Okay, so what took it to that next level? How did it get? We, we decided to go to Magic. And I said, hey, I, I met these vendors while working at Echo. Um, I'm going to shoot them some designs, some jackets, some hoodies, and see what, what, what happens. And yeah. so we got the samples. We did the trade show. We did uh, Magic. You know, I, I forgot they were, they were doing a section called uh, that was based on street. I forgot what it's called. Uh huh. But yeah, we did that show, uh-huh. and we we got like an order for like two hundred fifty thousand. What? And we were like, dang, what do we do? And that and that that was from the magic convention. Yeah. And that's when you were able to sell two hundred fifty thousand well, we, dollars. We got worth orders of stuff. for it. We just didn't uh, have the finance product. it. We couldn't finance it. Oh, you know, we didn't wow. know about factoring back then. We didn't know about, like, how to get a loan to the do business. all this. Yeah, we didn't know the business. Yeah. And I had some guys that introduced me to some guys in Canada. They helped out. They eventually became our partners. We're still partners today. Yeah. Um, You know, going through our Man, I wish our, I was there that stuff, day. Just like any relationship. You know, I wish so. I was there that day. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish I was there that day where you just you look at me and go, man, I need, I need a little more cash, Joe. And I would have been like, yeah, just give me a percentage of this company. <laughs> I probably would have. Oh, that would have been great. Would have been like, um, yeah. But then it took off, right? Yeah. And, and then, then it snowballed. Then it skyrocketed. And then. And then Jay-Z put it on. Well, yeah, Jay put it on. Because you already blew up. Jay put it on early. Jay wore it on, on the New York Post on page five or whatever the that you know the weird gossip gossip page yeah. on the new york post yeah and it was kind of like a weird thing because it was a, like a scandal or something and it was him rihanna and beyonce walking out of cipriani's and he was wearing the high society shirt oh and that was it and, and that's so actually the that, perfect story yeah for for the for the shirt and the brand and then he wore it on a couple times like you know i would send his um his assistant at the time uh, product. Yeah. And, you know, lo and behold, he'd be wearing it at something that made an impact for us. That's great. Yeah. Which one was it? Um, Obviously the Bandito. Yeah. And then High Society. He wore the Ruler, which was the playoff of the the Rolls Royce um, hood ornament. He he also wore the, the God a lot, right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I saw him wear. And it's so funny because after Jay, mm-hmm. that's when like, that's when I couldn't stop seeing it. Yeah. It was like every, it was like mandatory for crooks to be in a, in a rap video yeah. after a- Jay. Yeah. And then A-Track was wearing it. He was DJing for Kanye at the time. Uh, he put Kanye onto it. Uh, we ended up doing a collab with Good Music back yeah. then where we took their Cherub logo, yeah. which is a little angel. and Put the bandana and all that stuff on it. So. But now this is what I'm going to say to you guys. Okay? Chris, Anton. And I'm going to say it right in front of D's face. Because I've never gotten any credit for any of this. And I need the world to hear this right now. <laughs> I go into your office about nine years ago. Or was it eight years? Eight years ago. Okay. That's right. Eight, eight years ago. And I'm on Chelsea. 
This is when oh, I'm on yeah, Chelsea yeah, lately. Yeah. This you remember? Sunset. At, mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunset Days. Yeah, this is when your your store was on. You had a storefront that made no money. That's how <laughs> that's how baller this guy is. He just had a store on Sunset, and just, it to just, have it. just to have it. And I would go into a store, right? And uh, and I'm like, Yo, D, I want to I want to rock this on on Chelsea. He's like, Oh yeah. Well, by the way, when you go into D store. Uh, he don't. He doesn't need you to explain why you need free shit. That's how cool D is. You know what I mean? Some companies are like, okay, no, now what do you do again? Okay, well, uh, okay, well, that's not that really high of a level. So maybe two shirts and some socks. <laughs> maybe if you if you were like Michael Jordan, then maybe a garbage bag worth of stuff. But the, but you, you, Chelsea, maybe a hat. You want a hat? <laughs> D is like take a garbage bag and run amok. Like take all our shit, mm-hmm. and, and that's how he's always been. And I, I think that's another reason why you guys are who you are, because of how, how gracious you guys are. And uh, But I went in. Chris, you ready for this? And I go, I need these V-necks because I only wear V-necks. I don't wear uh, collared shirts. And he goes, that's a woman's shirt. I go, you got in 2X? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I swear to God, dude. <laughs> I swear to God, look wow. at look at my Chelsea Lately's when I, the, the, when I first wore Crooks. It's a it's a V neck and it's a woman's V neck. Wow! And then also at the uh, at the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa Beach, you know they take pictures of all the comics that are on stage. It's in the back, and, and I'm rocking the V neck, uh, the girls V neck <laughs> Crooks. Hilarious! But it's so now. Here's the funny part. You ready? D goes V necks are only for women. Like we don't make them for men. Uh-huh. And I go, you're going to probably have to start making some guy V-necks for me. And he goes, nah, we're never going to make that, Joe. We're never going to make V-necks for guys. Fast forward. Now look. V-necks. V-necks. So I just want to say V-necks. I am the reason for the Crooks and Castle V-necks. Okay, and Joe I have yet is the to reason. Get anything. I have got, no, I'm just saying, just give me love, <laughs> D. Just give me love. I'm not asking for any kind of type of money. <laughs> Okay? Just give me my love, man. I got you. He's an amazing man. Joe Coy, the inventor of the Crooks V-neck. <laughs> Damn! Thank you. That's immortalized forever now. That's the whole reason Joe had you on the show. He just wanted to brag I just wanted a shout-out. Yeah. And my a lifetime first... supply of V-necks. Dude, you know he made... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my, first, my first collab with... Well, not collab. But the first shirt that he made for me... He made it like under six seconds. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I remember standing and I had my, you know how you have your shoulder on someone else, uh, your elbow on someone's shoulder and you're just watching him work? Uh-huh. And he's just like, click, 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 click. And, and it was done. And like all the, I remember Emil came over and he was like, yo, that's dope. Like, like he's that good. You know what I mean? And it's pretty amazing to see your work, man. And now you're taking, Thank you. the cool thing is, is now he's at that point where he's like, okay, I need to hire guys. But I need you to do work that looks like my work. And then I'll tell you if it's good enough. And if it's not, you're fired. Now I'm going to be upstairs in my office smoking a blunt. Damn, is that what happens when people get rich? Yo, they that's start exactly. to sound like that? You've been to Crooks on Fairfax. Of course. You see where his office is. Yes, sir. He's up in the, in the bird's nest. <laughs> and he just looks down at his work. <laughs> Whack! Do you not know what I had to do? I was in Bomb Squad. Don't let me start again. <laughs> I'll have a flashback, I tell you. 
I'm still trying to find the piece I stashed at Staples Center. <laughs> and when what I find it, was it, it was one of the planters. <laughs> God damn if I find it. Planner number two from Planter Figueroa. number two on Figueroa. You <laughs> son of a bitches. <laughs> but you're actually a really nice guy to work with. I love my team, man. You know, they work hard. I think we have a really good group of people yeah. that get what the brand is about yeah. and expand it. So You know what I love about your group? It's Well, one, Filipinos are just family. Right. It's always been like that. And uh, two, uh, it looks like you're just a bunch of friends from high school. True. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then everyone got to make it. Right. Together. One guy made it. We all made it. Yeah. That's what it looks like and it feels like when we go in there. It's just the one guy really made it. <laughs> <laughs> and then his other best friend really made it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rob, man. Rob got it good. Shout Rob out Rob the Crook. Yo, Rob the Cook. Yo, I love Rob, dude. Yeah, man. Everyone um, loves Rob. Who doesn't love Rob? Rob got me uh, so high one time I had to stand in place. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was standing in place for an hour and a half. You can ask your whole staff. Yeah. I was literally, I, I was you in the back. I was in, I'm not even joking, Anton. I was in the back where, where they're designing. Yeah, yeah. And I was literally holding on to a clothes rack. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget her name. Uh, the one girl that works there, uh, really nice. But I, I remember looking at her going, I can't move. <laughs> couldn't and then and then you know what they all said to me they go did you smoke with rob i go yes yes i did they go you should never do that yeah he doesn't it's not from here it's not, not from, from and i'm Look like from Martian. america from it's not from america it's not from earth <laughs> nasa ships that to him that's what it feels like it, right? it, i'm not even joking chris that wasn't even – the clothes rack isn't even there to hold clothes. No, it wasn't even yeah. – cl yeah, that clothes that rack there. was literally for people that smoke out with Rob. Luckily, it was a rolling rack so he could move around. So <laughs> <laughs> I am not joking. Did it have straps on the side yes. and everything? Do you have a seatbelt to yes. cook like you a on? trolley. Yes. It was a hanger with clips, and they clipped me by the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad, man. Yeah. Um, There's a couple times when I, I came in out, and he'll he'll casually be like, you want to smoke? You want to take one? I'm like, nah. All right. And then I'll do it. And it'll be like right when I got to work. And I'll be like, why the hell did I do exactly. this? <laughs> I, think, I you can't know what? get nothing done now. I don't, I don't even want to do anything. And you know what Rob like, was doing? Going home. You know what Rob was doing? Running in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Happy as hell. Yes. Happy running, walking straight. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> I go, what is wrong with you, man? I can't move. <laughs> He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't even affect me now. <laughs> wow. It's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I'm waiting for this new shit that's coming from uh, the, the Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> Sector 7. Sector 7. Have you heard of it? You ever, see a, you ever see a movie called Martian? Remember the stuff he was growing? I'm smoking that. <laughs> it's called some Matt Damon. You ever smoke some Matt Damon? <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah. Wait, wait till you get a hold of that shit. And I really do mean shit. Um, Crooks and Castles on Fairfax. Uh, if you guys are ever in the L.A. area, make sure you visit this store. It's an amazing store. Uh, tell them Joe Coy sent you, and uh, you'll receive absolutely no discount. <laughs> <laughs>
Get the JK discount. Get the JK discount. Uh, you'll see Big Primo. How long yeah. have you known Big Primo? Since I was maybe seven. He's that, like my extended cousin. He's G's cousin. Oh, that's G's cousin. Yeah, or G's godbrother. Yeah. His dad and G's dad were both G's. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they would just sit in the garage yeah. with a table yeah. full of chopped up meat yeah. and bottles of Hennessy. And, that, that, and all of them are wearing gazelles. Yo, he, they were old school. They were old school. Old school Pinoy. All, all they did, I the, think all they would do is like bet on games. Yeah. Eating. Balutan. That's so funny. Drinking. Filipinos always got flavor like that, yeah. man. I got so many uncles like that. Fly as hell until you yeah. look at their feet. They got flip-flops on. <laughs> That's why they're always sitting And back. they could dance, bro. Yeah, rest in peace to my Uncle Conrad. That's Primo's oh. dad. Yo, away. but they could dance. Oh, yeah. Ballroom. Bro, my bro, my brother, my brother Robert, can kill the floor. Kill it. You know how I got famous oh. when I was a kid? In junior high school, I did the moonwalk. <laughs> I was the only one that could do the moonwalk. And they I did would tell it, you I did to it do it across, for money? Bro, I did it across the, the basketball, the, right across the floor. You should have <laughs> heard the crowd. They went ape shit. I was the most famous kid in school. Because of the moonwalk. Every, yeah, the moonwalk. Every lunch, they would always run up to me. Yo, and you did, did it moonwalk. good? Like good. Michael Jackson moonwalk? Bro, do you not know I'm an original B-boy? Get it one time. Get what? it. Get it one time. You know that, right? I'm no. original B-boy. Headspin to to windmill. Really? 1983-84. Really? Yes, man. 1990s? I couldn't do that. No, okay. that was I, only T could back do that on, on Back Street. <laughs> on, back on, on B Street. In the 1990s. Yeah. I could only do I could only do headspin to, to windmill. Yeah. Into into backspin. That's impressive. Into a, into a real ill freeze. I couldn't even egg roll. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I'm better off popping because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I used to kill it, man. I was I was an amazing dancer, man. I just want you to know that. Cerritos, where I grew up, had amazing b boys. Mm-hmm. They were on fame. That, you that you know all those Peter Gomez and Pop you know, and Taco. Yeah, Pop and Taco, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Pop and um, Pete, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I, I I created uh, b boy events really? in Vegas. Yeah, man. I yo, I'm just like you, what? man. I've been a hustler since hustling was hustling. Come on, man. Illest B-Boys in the game. That's why I know all well, the Jabberwockies. B- not B-Boy Summit. No, Illest B-Boys in the game. That oh, was that's mine. What it was called. I thought that's what you were just saying. No, mine was called Illest B-Boys in the game. And I had all them cats. I had... Wait, are you being serious? Yeah, that's man. truth. That's, that's, true. that's, okay, all they, okay. that's how all them kids know me. That's why I know all the Jabberwockies when they were kids. Uh, I knew Chris Dow when he was like 11, 12 or whatever. I knew all them kids. Damn. I'm original B-Boy, yo. I didn't know that. I'm I telling you. <laughs> Should have started a B-boy wear. No, I, but see, here's the thing, D. Uh, my passion was stand-up comedy. Yeah. And, and literally, I was thinking about going that route. Like, I remember making that, uh, the videos. I used to cut those videos up, the B-boy videos, and I was selling them. You oh, know what I mean? Really? I would go to B-boy events and sell them. Because my B-boy events were the best. I had K-Mel battling, you know what I mean? I had yeah. K-Mel battling uh, Remind, you know what I mean, oh, from wow. Style Elements. You know what I mean? I had... I had Havoc Coral battling, you know, style. I, I had all them guys, man. And, wow. Um, yo, it's it just like I knew that wasn't where I wanted to go. Like I wanted to be a stand-up comic. That was, yeah. That's always been my passion. And 
and that's why I, I stopped doing it. But man, I it was so funny how it just started blowing up. Like I was like, yo, when I saw ABDC like blow yeah. up, I was like, yo, I was pitching this. It, when I first moved to LA like 14 years ago, yeah. I was like, I was already had, I already had my b-boy videos and all that. You know what I mean? I was ready to go, man. Like back when we were doing big game hunters, yeah, that, that b-boy stuff, like b-boy summit was yeah. still big. Freestyle we would get session. those tapes, yeah, of like Rocksteady battling yes. like one Filipino dude, yes, and the Filipino dude would like take them all out. That's remind. <laughs> That's remind. That's b-boy remind style elements. Yeah. He's yes. still a legend. He's That's still a now. legendary battle, bro. Yeah. That, listen, I just got chills, chills talking about, it. and I know my <laughs> listeners don't know what I'm talking about, but in the streets, that is a legendary battle because. That was you're talking about Rocksteady crew. Yeah, that, yeah, those Rocksteady those from are New the York. cats from yeah. New York. Those are the cats that actually started breakdancing. It was like New York City b boys, yeah. New York City breakers, and and, and, and uh, Rocksteady crew. Yep. And 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 he battled. He took them, man. Took them. He didn't just take them, but he changed b boying because they're like if you watch Rocksteady, it was very systematic and and yeah. basic stuff. They were, yeah. they were doing their transitions and their and their power. Right. But Remind came with them with some flavor. Yeah. It he was came. Like, he was coming with it with that feeling and that emotion. Yeah. Like he felt the song and he feel. Yo, if you ever watch Remind, anyone, the I'm telling you, man. Where's he the, from? The inspire. He's he's from San Diego. He, no, okay. he's from here. Oh, okay. B boy Remind lives in Vegas now. Yeah, but okay. he lives in Vegas. Uh, well, he always. Yeah, he 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 was also. Uh, he's got a long history, but he, he's. Wow. But um. He was dope. No, when I saw beyond that part, dope. Beyond uh-huh. dope. Yo, have you seen him dance now? No. Sick. Real as ever. Sick. Bro. This man, I'm telling you, man, like that the difference between b-boying and and dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Like it's it's a completely different it's another element. It's a right. god-given element. When you watch Remind, you're not watching some cat that's just running through his his routine like, "Okay, yeah. I'll do routine this because it goes good with this beat, this song." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind literally steps in and hears the song and goes, "This is what's going to come out of me." And it's it's amazing, man. It's it's simply amazing. But my my first my first uh uh event that I I, I put together in in Vegas uh-huh. where I rented out a theater, I I literally had to get Remind and open that. And that was 17 years ago, 18 wow. years ago. Wow. I, I had Remind and, and uh, Crumbs and all those cats open my, my B-Boy show. Wow. I opened my uh, stand-up show. Oh, I, really? I, it was a comedy show. And I let them, I go, yo, you guys just go out there and, and kill it That's for so like two hard. minutes. I got it on video, man. Dope. And I, it was just one of the best moments of my my. I my, remember I was I was baked. And, I and can't believe he just said Rich that. Rich Lowe put it on. And it was a clip of a bunch of like battles. And that one, I was like, "Who's this dude?" Just Yo, he took them all. He out. took them all. Yo, that's yeah. real talk, man. There's another b boy. Well, now there's a, there's a bunch of them, but they all spawn. A, I'm sorry, Chris, if we're going too long, but this is, this is kind of fun to talk this. about. Um, but those are legendary battles, and and those are the cats. Those guys are the reason why they're dancing the way they are today. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like the Jabberwockies and all those cats. And, man, and, when when and, we were dancing, we would go to um, Prince had a club called. Uh, Damn, what was it? It was in downtown. And Monday nights, it was Rhyme Syndicate's night. Yeah. Ice-T's crew. Yes. And it would be a hip-hop club, Uh but for all hip-hop dancers. Yeah. And there was one battle between System That Distem and Hip-Hop Hippies. Yeah. The craziest battle I ever saw. Janet Jackson and and whoever her choreographer was at the time watching this battle. Yeah. 
hip hop hippies came and like all fatigued out, masks yeah. on. Yeah. And just seeing the way that they would battle and like the stuff they would do, you yeah. wouldn't even think like how could you even think of that stuff? It's crazy. I I wish you know when we talk about it or when you see it on TV like I can see why people kind of get bored with it when they see it on TV because you need that live element. Yeah. There's something about the raw cipher. And when I yeah, say cipher, yeah, yeah. if you guys don't know what that is, it's a circle that happens in the middle of the dance floor. And then you yeah. just see – you'll see cats either vibe in off of each other and, and go in one at a time. Yep. And then every now and then you'll see one guy just want to go in and battle another guy yeah. just to claim the floor. It's the craziest thing, but it's it's like – it's fighting without hands. You know right. what I mean? It's like, I'm a, tonight I'm the best dancer in this whole club, and I'm going to show you why. Or tonight I'm better than you. Yeah. And it, yo, it's so crazy that like, like I go to clubs with Tab and, and App. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mostly Tab. Like I'll go with App, but he doesn't, he doesn't hit it like Tab does. Tab's Tab still, still acts like he's dancing. 19. <laughs> <laughs> Tab still dancing. thinks he's 19. I'm, I'm not even joking. And, um, and he still goes into those ciphers, man. Nice. You know what I mean? And still kills it. Freestyle e- dancing, them Emil two. And, and BJ do. My brother and They e, still go they, in? When, when, when there's a party and people are just happen to do it for fun, they'll yeah. go in. That's they, hear this, they hear the right song and yeah. they just, they're in they it. They go in it. Yeah. I love that, man. But B-Boy remind you guys, legend. And, and I wish... I'm so happy you said that, man. That made me... That made me I really did get goosebumps. Because yeah, that is, it is... It's so underground... That you have to you you have to really appreciate that art form that element of hip hop because b boying is the lowest element like like they get no love the the Jabberwockies were the ones that finally got got it to be like mainstream and, and accepted, accepted you know yeah. what I mean but every right. other every other other element already got it you know what I mean right anyways I'm getting way too deep but what I'm trying to say is. For you to see that was really like because there that that's before YouTube that was before yeah. anything that was a VHS tape right. that got passed around and and everyone knows that battle that was a legendary battle that was like Ali Frazier man yeah. that was like and you know For where sure. he's oh by the way he's from Stockton he's oh, from that's Stockton, Stockton California yeah, yeah that's that, right. that, that's he's right. hood he's he's hood like you man <laughs> you know he was robbing cars sleeping in cars he was doing all that stuff man and uh and he he uh. Literally went to New York uh, for B Boy Summit. That's I think it was B Boy Summit because I don't know one of the it was a B Boy convention. Yeah, and and he went out and battled. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Crazy. And it, it, it was like we had to show. And literally, that's when it literally changed. That's when B Boy changed. Everyone yeah. remembers that battle, man. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. You said because even Rocksteady was kind of like slowly progressing into a. a a different style yeah. as well. Like they're doing like the soldier stuff. And, yeah. But his his style was like Bruce Lee. It was like fluid. Yo! Like water. <laughs> for real? You Yo. don't even know. if When I'm going to play this for Remind, Remind's going to trip, man. Because by the way, he's an amazing graphic designer. Oh, yeah, word. he's an artist as well. He's yeah. an artist. Yo, he kills it on the, on the graphics, man. Nice. I used to live with him. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah. We used to have a place on Canoga right up here off of the 101. No in shit. Woodland Hills. Yeah, yeah, wow. man. Yo, I told you I'm original before everyone was original. Come on. And, uh, OG, OG. OG, OG, man. Before the Black Eyed Peas were the Black Eyed Peas. They were just peas. <laughs> they were at Bank <laughs> Yeah, they were. Yo, that's crazy. No. Um, anyways, I, I want you to... Yo, you, I'm just going to tell, remind what you said. I'm sorry I got a little off. We'll cut this up, right? Chris, I don't think we even need to, man. Yeah, it's Get really good. And and anyone, it, it, like, because that, that, 
that that whole crew style elements by far should be like praised for what they did. You know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. did change the game. They really did, man. All those cats, uh, from Crumbs to oh my god, B Boy Ivan. You know what I mean? All those guys. Those are legendary battles, and I'm glad you said that. And uh, I, I got off. I got off. All good. I man. got off it's script all... because of that. It's but that's what, crazy what that you bo- said that. It got that it was, both of us here, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's crazy that you said that. That it, it, when you saw him, it was like like watching Bruce Lee. It was that element because mm-hmm. that's exactly what he says. Yeah, he always says that. It's like I feel it. Like I just when I when and I when it just I dance, takes I, him over, right? Yeah, because he was doing stuff you never saw. Nobody, man. He was you incorporating freestyle. He yeah. was incorporating improv. 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 He was he, he was incorporating b boying. Yeah, and he was putting all those elements into one, and and it was basically how Bruce Lee said, "Why am yeah. I going to just do kung fu yeah. when when the fight goes to the ground? I need to know jujitsu." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and when I do this, I need to learn this. And, yeah. and he's the one that said it. We need all the elements, right? And. And that's and that's basically uh, I, I I get on reminds nuts a lot, man. Because to this day he still crushes, man. You got to see this kid. I got to see him. I look it up. Uh, and that's basically what you are. You you are basically the same way. You were against the grain. You you know you could have you were rocking polo and you were rocking Tommy Hilfiger. And and if you if you look at those two brands, they almost mimic and complement each other. Yeah. Because it it was basically this is what the mass is like and. Mm-hmm. Let's just kind of create it, only make it a little different. And then any other company that goes underneath that umbrella kind of does the same. You right. know what I mean? Like we can go on forever with Tommy yeah. to Brooks the, Brothers. Yeah, to, those brands, like they laid out the map. Yeah, and that's fine. But yeah. it takes someone like you to be like, hey, there's still room for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's enough for everybody. I'm a designer. I have an idea. I have a passion. I believe in it. And watch. It'll, it'll, you guys will catch up. And that's what's happening. Yeah. From Macy's to Monopoly, yeah. From Monopoly, you know what I mean. Like you have your own Monopoly game, Crooks and Castles <laughs> by Monopoly. Yeah. Uh, to to everything, man. It's you. You are a wonderful person. You're an inspiration, and you're the you. You are what America is all about. Thank that you. That you can literally dream about anything and make it happen as long as you just believe in it. Right. And no matter what obstacle comes your way. Like we didn't even get deep into it, but when I said that about L five, yeah, there that that was that was your turning point. It, it could have went bad. It could have. It could have, man. It could have yeah. went. It could have done jail time. Yeah. Like it, it could have been that bad. And, and I'm not going to do the specifics. You guys can look into it or whatever. But he had a choice, and 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 God gives you that choice. He gives you a fork in the road. Right. And he looked at D and he goes, "Look, you can take it this route and probably do some time." If you want to, if you want to stay hood, and do it the wrong way, or you can do it the right way and go this way, and I guarantee you, th- this path will be the best path traveled. Right. And you chose that path, and and I know that got kind of corny right there, but it's so true. Fork in the road. It is true though, it's, it because is. if it's you so really is. know, like, if you know the details about L five, and and what I don't want to mention right now because uh, we don't need to, but right. we're talking a lot of money, man. Right. We're not talking a thousand dollars. We're not talking two thousand dollars. We're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, enough to make somebody that's from the street that tried to create something to go back to the street. Am I right? Yeah. If I had that option, yeah. you know, what I mean, you have that choice. Like, like, like you just. Uh, anyways, you know what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is, D, you went the right path, and you're an inspiration. You are a mogul. 
You're <laughs> you are you really are, man. You inspire kids. Like, dude, when we went to the Pacquiao fight together, right? And people are running up to me. Oh my God, you're Joe Coy. Yeah. You're Joe Coy. <laughs> but you know what I was most imp- what I was more into that people taking pictures with me. Anton, you want to yeah. know? I was like, y'all know this is D from Crooks, right? Like I was saying that. Like I was shouting him out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Even though people were wanting to take pictures with me, I'm like, yo, this is D from Crooks. And they're Hell like, yeah. oh, that's D? Crooks? And now they're taking pictures with us. And then I was really? like, well, hold up. He ain't that famous. Like, I, like, <laughs> I still want the selfie with just us, if you don't mind. <laughs> Do one of just me and then yeah. one of all of us together. <laughs> I mean, D, you know, Joe is a little protective of his fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, you're an inspiration, man. And uh, Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you for this this watch. I didn't expect a, a nice out rolly, but that's very nice. No, nah, we do. Uh, that's very nice. This is the Filipino in you. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I can't wait for the future, man. Uh, I know there's more to come, right? There's a lot more. Yeah. New things. Yeah. You know. You know how yeah. Mark You know how Mark Jacobs has three divisions? Yeah. <laughs> Mark Jacobs, Mark by Mark, Jacobs by Jacobs, MJ by Mark Jacobs, by Mark Jacobs, <laughs> Jacobs Toddler by Mark Jacobs. <laughs> I can't wait to see what D does with... With his off brands, uh, the what's in the future? You know what I mean. Yeah. I can't wait to see what, I mean, what's I, coming. I, I want to keep creating stuff. Continue to inspire the youth. Continue to inspire those that can take my story and and the thing that I made to, you know, make something for themselves and you know continue to do the same thing. That's amazing, man. So. God bless you. Thank you Thank for doing you. this pod. Joe, love you. I Thanks love you for having me, Dennis. Uh, uh, Thank you, Adam is... Corolla. Yes, Joe. we got it. Chris, get him on Corolla, man. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll him. talk cars all day. <laughs> He's got every damn car. Oh, come car on. T- no, he should talk to BJ. Let's do it. Bring you and your he brother is, in uh, here. You know, uh, the website is Crooks and Castles. If you don't know, now you know. That's a biggie reference. Uh, Crooks, the letter N, and then castles.com. Uh, you can go to Twitter, Crooks and Castles, same way. And if you want to see uh, pictures of his beautiful daughter, <laughs> uh, go to his Instagram, General Crook. But once again, uh, thank you so much, Dennis. You're, you're, you're amazing. Thank you, Joe. That's it. Joe Coy, the Koi Pond. We did it, Mom. Yeah, I live it like it's all good. 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 I live it like I live it like it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I live it like I live it like. All I ever wanted.